Hello there, continuation of a chapter 10. Last is a dangerous enemy. I was fed up of being a single mom and living with my parents. I wanted to find a guy who would make me happy. The only thing that I had in my mind was a continuation of family pleasure. I told my parents that I will take a leave. I finished my cases and a month later went to him. Finally, we were together. Every night, we went to his cousin's for a sleepover. One day, his colleague with his wife invited us to a restaurant. The couple sat with me at the table when a fight broke out outside. I went out to look for him. He was there in the middle of a fight. The police apprehended him right in front of my eyes. I followed him to the police station and went inside. I composed myself and with confidence said, I am after the guy who was just brought in from the restaurant. He is not an offender. We were at the restaurant when other guys came and started the fight. He just defended himself. Please let him go. He didn't do anything wrong. The police officer looked at me and replied, Right, we will investigate it, and if he didn't do anything wrong, we'll let him go. For now, you need to go. I went to his uncle's place, to the busy with laundry. I asked his uncle to come with me to a police station. He told me he can't help me. I went back to the police. When I got there, he was freed from the cell. We went back to his uncle's place. We slept in another room, next to his uncle. A rustled old bed made noises with each movement. In the morning, everyone was out. I was happy that we left alone. Suddenly, someone entered the room and asked him to come out. It was the head of a traffic police. My boyfriend put his clothes on and went out. He agitated when he got back. I looked at him. What happened? Why did he come? He looked away. I got fired from a job due to the last night fight. He told me not to come to the office. You can't get fired for something like this. The last night fight was not your fault. He sighed. I was warned before twice. It was my fault. I shouldn't get involved. I didn't have anything to say. I asked him, what are you going to do now? He smiled. Now we have a time to go to a settlement to see my family. We went to the bus station, bought a ticket and in the evening we were on the bus heading towards his parents' place. The bus was packed. We slept all the way. After three hours of drive, we were at the settlement. The place was literally in the middle of nowhere. We got out from a bus. I saw a street with a row of houses on each side. The air was cold and everyone's breath was visible. I smelled cedar. We went from a light to a complete darkness. A tiny little light from far right indicated us where to go. Then I saw a row of four houses that stand far away from the rest. We went to the house that was first in the row. He opened the gate and they went inside the big house. It was a cozy, nice house with two rooms. His grandma, mother, father, 
Your three younger sisters warmly welcomed us. He was the oldest one and had a brother and six, six sisters. His granny was a slim woman with his white short hair. She wore glasses and a scarf on her head. His mother was a bubbly woman, similar weight as my mom, but shorter. She wore a scarf as well. His father was a tall, slim man with a protruding chin. Shortly, his mom invited us to join. All families sat around the table and had a fried potato with a pork meat. It was totally different experience to that I used to have at home. After dinner, we went to a bigger room. It was partially divided by, by a partition in the stove. His bed was just in front of a stove. Next to the stove slept his granny with his younger sister. They had a few pigs and a couple of cows and horses. In the morning, everyone was gone, except granny. She was in the kitchen, boiling feed for pigs. My boyfriend fed the pigs. We had all day to ourselves used every available empty space to make love. One evening, two of us were left alone in the room. Everyone else was in the kitchen. We decided to make love on the stove, while no one is around. The stove had a curtain on one side. I sat on the stove without undies and they stood between my legs. We had a blanket all around me to cover naked pelts. The position was a perfect fit. Right in the middle of heavenly place, his mother entered the room and gave us a few candies. He smiled at her and pretended like nothing happened. We laughed with relief after she closed the door. Thanks to petition and curtains, we enjoyed some privacy, but there was nothing to block even the slightest noise. After a few days, we went back to the city. Towards the end of October, every day he took me for an introduction to a new relative. Most of them were new-led couples who had their own place. One of them offered us a hundred percent spirit. The cousin spilled a few drops on the cutting board and lighted up. It flamed straight away. On the next day, I was sick all day. I felt like mad. my head is about to explode. It was the first and the last time I have ever tasted 100% alcohol. So stupid, I would have burned my stomach again. He took me to another cousin's place. The young couple had the most comfortable place. Wife was a public girl. We got on very well. She invited me to stay with them. After dinner, my boyfriend rushed me out to go to his uncle's place. We went outside. The air was fresh and the place was visible like at the daytime. Everything was covered in the snow. The enchanting snowflakes floated gently from sky to earth. It was tranquil. I felt romantic. We get out from the rear houses and walk down the hill. He suddenly confronted me. What did you do with the prosecutor the day we met? It was an unexpected turn. You know what happened. You were there, remember? I replied. He demanded further. I don't believe you. What did you really do? Did you sleep with him? 
Hafsa retreated and walked away. I heard his heavy footsteps behind me. I thought that he wanted to apologize to me. Quite opposite, he jumped in front of me and hit me in the chest. I fell on the snow. For a few seconds, I couldn't breathe and gasped for the air. I was outraged that he hit me. This is it. It is over. He cried out loud. I'm sorry, please forgive me. It will not happen again. He swiftly transformed himself from an angry tiger to a sweet puppy. My vacation was over. The night before my departure, he asked me to stay with him in Russia. I firmly said, I have a job to take care of. It is out of question. He thought for a while and said, then I want to go with you. I smiled at him. Why do you want to come with me? I will come back anyway. He enthusiastically continued. Then take me with you. I have never been to your country and would love to see you. I felt sorry for him. Okay. Then we'll, we'll go together. It was the first decision that I ever made in my life. Thanks a lot for listening. Till next time. Bye.